there is such an effect of more federal spending on inflation. So the infrastructure bill, though on its face looks good, and that's how the Democrats wanted to pitch it, the problem is that it's affecting inflation, which inflation affects every single one of us. Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interest in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Welcome to today's episode of Political Contessa. I wanted to talk about infrastructure and inflation and the economy. I know it's just, it's a lot. And I think that it's a lot of different topics, but I just wanted to hit on it because an infrastructure bill of $1.2 trillion just passed. That's $1.2 trillion, trillion with a T. That's a lot of zeros. That's not millions. That's not billions. That's lots of billions together. That money has to come from somewhere. It's not free. It comes out of our pockets, yours, mine. It's going to come out of our kids, and it's going to come out of our grandkids. And at some point, government has to stop spending. We need to pay down that debt, and we need to get people back to work. So my problems with the infrastructure are not that we don't need it. We definitely need shovel-ready projects. We need new roads and bridges. Here in Massachusetts, we need quality public transportation. We need better water supplies for those folks who don't have good water supplies. Broadband access, as a lot of our us parents had seen last time around in 2020, how it was really difficult for us to work from home and our kids to uh, to be in school at the same time. And so I get that. I, I, I don't disagree, but I think that we do a really bad job managing money. And maybe we could have gotten it down to the billions where we're not taxing forever. And we just don't have people who are thinking about the long-term effects. And again, it would be good to do in a time of prosperity and not a time where people are suffering, which brings me to the next point. Inflation. We have an issue right now with the inflation. Currently, we have the fastest inflation growing in 31 years. Our fuel costs are increasing. I'm sure you have seen at the pump where we have a 19.6% increase in a year. That's almost 20% increase in fuel over the past year. Do you know that to heat our homes or our businesses, it's nearly 60% increase 
over a year ago. The overall price increase for everything is 6.2% in 12 months. We have supply chain issues. We have rents that are increasing faster than we've seen in years. How about let's talk about food. And you know this, you go to the grocery store, you're paying more, whether it's bread or it's baby food or it's fruits. Forget about meat. Oh my God. Steak and bacon is up 20, 20% in the past year. Now, back in the day, and I'm old enough to remember the slogan, Bill Clinton's slogan when he was campaigning was, it's the economy, stupid. Yep, he was right. Stupid. I don't know what's more um, more prevalent today if the is his uh, his tagline, the economy or the end of it, stupid. I guess that the Democrats feel that we're stupid today, that we're going to be okay with fast growing inflation, high fuel costs, supply chain issues, rents, food. How about those Christmas gifts? How about holiday gifts? So my daughter was having a Halloween party and I needed to go get some juice boxes. I like the honest ones, but kids always like the Capri Suns. I was looking for anything like that, right? A juicy juice. I go to Target. Now I'm in a major metropolitan area. There should not be any issue whatsoever. I had to literally crawl on the shelf to go get the last four boxes for the juice boxes. (laughs) Crawl on the shelves of Target. Why don't we have juice boxes? That's part of our supply chain issue. Have you been asking your kids for their Christmas list yet? Because I have, because I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to find Christmas gifts. That's outrageous. We have containers that are sitting on both coasts that can't be released. We have a secretary of transportation who has not gone to see those containers and make sure that they're moving around. So when you look at Biden's overall approval rating, which is about 42% right now, I believe, it's about 14% lower than it was in June, and just a little over 30% of independents actually approve of his job rating. So we're not doing so well right now. I just want to keep on this inflation thing for a second and the costs that there is such an effect of more federal spending on inflation. So the infrastructure bill, though on its face looks good, and that's how the Democrats wanted to pitch it. The problem is that it's affecting inflation, which inflation affects every single one of us. So inflation jumped to just under 1% last month. The difference between August and September was 0.4%. September to October was 0.9%. It is climbing quickly. Have you gone to buy your child a used car? Buy yourself a used car? Have you bought a new car? Have you figured out that there is a long wait for cars? 
there is a shortage of new and used cars. That's crazy. The supply chain issue has also caused furniture costs to go up. Furniture is super expensive to begin with, and now those costs are going up. And then let's talk about the labor shortages, that there are jobs. And if you look at the spin of the Biden administration, it's that unemployment is lower. It's going down. Look at what a great job they're doing. That's BS. That's actually not real news, not to take anyone else's words, but it's fake news. We have a labor shortage. People don't want to go back to work. One of the things I'm glad that didn't go through in the Build Back Better plan is giving out more money to people. Because what we do know is once you giveth, you cannot taketh away. Look at Obama's health care. Once you give it out, you can't take it away. People get used to it. We need to get people back to work. We need to get trucks out there on the roads. We need to get our service folks back in, business owners. We need people out there working. We don't need more people sitting around at home watching fake news and coming up with ideas that, hey, it sounds great. Why don't we give $450,000 to the migrant families that have been separated from their kids that they threw over 28-foot walls at the border? Oh, wait. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We're going to give illegal people who are doing something illegal, like leaving their children and crossing the border, but we're going to give them money. It's amazing to me what this administration is doing. What they're doing is they're hurting us. They're hurting us. It's the meat and potatoes issues. It's the kitchen table issues. It's those things that we talk about with our friends, right? We discuss our kids' education. We discuss elder care for our parents. We discuss health care for our, us and our families. We make financial decisions every day. We go to the pump and put gas in our car. I know for me, I'm driving all around between field hockey and soccer. That little sucker gets expensive when I have to put in gas a couple of times a week. We make decisions about getting a new car. We get decisions about vacations. We're making all these decisions every single day. And I think that it's important for us in having conversations with people who don't agree with us to get back to the basics. This is not an obnoxious commentary on the left. It's factual. These are actual facts that are being reported in newspapers and on TV stations that are not on the right, but they're actually reporting the, these statistics. You can't run away from statistics. So you should get out there. You should have these conversations. Remember, it's the economy, stupid. Let's get that inflation down. Let's not encourage our government officials, our elected officials in Washington, D.C., to vote to spend any more of our money. They are paid by you and me. That's who pays their salaries, our tax dollars. Do not let them go and spend any more of our money. Make them be accountable to our families and to our grandkids and to our great-grandkids because they are not right now. They are in a spending spree with someone else's money. And look, if someone gave me a trillion dollars or $3 trillion or $8 trillion, I'd probably have a field day myself. 
We need to stop that from happening. The infrastructure bill, the popularity of it will be determined by whether or not you can cite a specific example of how it affected your life. Do you see a difference in the roads and the bridges? Is there less traffic? Is your public transportation better? there better water in communities where they don't have good water? Are your airports more efficient? Do you have better broadband? Those are important questions. And this administration is going to have to answer them. Importantly, in 2022, they're going to have to live up to their failures. And in 2024, they are really going to have a come to Jesus moment. So keep all of that in mind when you're out there talking about Biden, or you're upset about an election result, or you're so frustrated because you feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall every time you talk to your Democratic friend who just isn't listening, don't get mad. Just be factual. And maybe, just maybe, we can have bipartisan results in making sure that we are not spending any more and that we are keeping inflation down and we see inflation decreasing because this is an everyday person issue. This isn't just for the wealthy. This isn't just for the poor. This is every single person is being affected right now. And I'd like to stop that. We shouldn't want to see people hurt. We shouldn't want to see people make really tough decisions of whether they put gas in their car or food on their table get people back to work, get those supplies moving out of those containers and keep inflation down, move this country forward. We need to stop having fights from the past and just be looking forward in a positive direction. And let's get this economy moving again. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. 